This is Coach Lou Holtz, and you're listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast with Dr. Amber Selke, from the locker room to the boardroom. Dr. Amber is the best in the business at helping you and your team build the mindset that drive results. So lock in. If you can take just one thing away from today and implement it into your life, I know you'll be a better person and a better leader, coach, athlete, parent, or spouse because of it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking, and from the locker room to the boardroom, we are here to help individuals, teams, and organizations understand and leverage the power of mindset and leadership. One of the ways that we do this is through this podcast, where we are in season 10, entitled Performing Despite the Pandemic. Again, this whole season is about bringing you principles of positive psychology that we have witnessed in the people and organizations that we've had the privilege of working alongside over the last year and a half to see how do they do it? How do they keep showing up poised, present, excited, disciplined, focused on the future, but in the present to show up and deliver because that's what it's about. Like when it's hard, we can't tap out. We can't just say, let's remove the difficult stimulus in our lives. We have to learn to deal with it. We've got to learn to deal with it. That's actually what life is about. And this whole conversation and narrative in our world right now of like, when it gets hard, let's just, let's just throw a flag up and say, hey, I need a day. I need to step away. I need to take a reprieve. No, we need to learn to lean in. We need to learn how to think differently. We need to learn how to tap into our social support. We need to learn how to love each other and care for each other through challenging times and just keep showing up. It doesn't have to be glamorous all day. You don't have to be at 100% all day. But man, if you've got 1% to give, you've got to get 100% of that 1%. And when I say high performance, I'm not saying you have to be in a sport or an executive or a surgeon. Like I'm just saying you have to be a human in this world that wants to show up and, and be present in the world and bring your best self to the world. And so this season is about sharing and breaking down some of the principles and practices that individuals and organizations like that leverage to be able to show up and perform despite whatever challenges might be in front of them. So performing despite the pandemic is is simply, I love alliteration, right? And so there's a lot of P's in there, (laughs) but it's a performing despite challenges, setbacks, the people you're around, limitations you might have. And again, in my two roles, I serve as the vice president for leadership and culture for Lippert, which is a publicly traded global manufacturing company to serving as the mental performance coach for head coach Brian Kelly and the Notre Dame football team. And in those two worlds, right, different spaces totally. But man, I love sport and I love business and I love being around people who care and who want to continue to grow and evolve and be the best versions of ourselves. So I've had a, I've had a front row seat um, and a passenger seat, right? It, to, to many drivers in those two spaces to see that unfold. But then again, with our high performance team that we have, uh, we've seen performers in so many different domains, athletes, business leaders, parents, right? Just trying to figure out how to be the best version of themselves for their kids on a day-to-day basis. 
And when I say just, I mean, man, that's the the one of the biggest roles that we can serve. And so again, we've seen it, we've witnessed it, and yet I've heard so many people frustrated and and in a state of despair and just in anguish over all of the different factors going on in our world right now. And so I wanted to share these elements through this season so that we all can continue to grow together to the best version of ourselves. And so today in episode nine, one of the the practices that we've witnessed in people able to perform despite is that they exercise psychological flexibility. Psychological, right? Just, Just means brain, mind, cognitive flexibility, able to move, right? Be malleable like a rubber band, right? They're not rigid and stiff in their mind. They're able to be flexible. That is a gift and an art and a practice. So you're not just born with that ability. Now we do know that certain personalities are easier than others to have that psychological flexibility, but we can all learn it because the brain is like a muscle, right? It's not a muscle in the scientific sense, but it functions like a muscle in the extent that the parts of it that we use grow and get stronger. And our thoughts can actually change the form and function of our brain. It's called neuroplasticity, okay? Neuro, just neurons, right? That's what is in our brain. Plastic, it's flexible versus rigid, right? Our brain can do that. And so uh, just from a definition standpoint, so I broke apart psychological and flexibility independently, but psychological flexibility is being willing and able to adapt or persist in behavior that aligns with our values and goals despite current or immediate challenges, right? And there's actually four components that go into into psychological flexibility. So if you're taking notes, write these down. I'll try to talk slowly, okay? But psychological flexibility, there's really four components of it. The first is that it adapts to fluctuating situational demands, okay? It adapts to fluctuating situational demands. The second measure is how a person reconfigures their mental resources, So how can you take what you have, right? And you might have it allocated towards, you know, one role that you you play or or one project that you're working on. And then all of a sudden a change happens. And do you get really rigid in that? Or do you reconfigure and reallocate your mental resources to different elements that will allow you to show up and deliver, even if you have multiple competing or changing demands in front of you? Psychological flexibility is also the measure of how a person shifts their perspective. Do you have one perspective and you see things one way and only way? Or are you able to shift your perspective to see things from another angle? And that's the beauty of having a diverse team, right? That's really the power of diversity is that it brings different perspectives to the table and allows us to think, see things more fully, more completely. One of our, one of our business mentors one time did a cool exercise with my team and he set a box on the floor and had all of us stand around it. And he said, what does this box look like from your angle? And one person sort of described what they saw from their perspective and it was blue and there was a label on it. And the other person said, well, my side's brown and it's got some clear tape on it. And the other side said, well, mine actually has a a scratch going through it because it must've got hung up in the mail somehow. And the other person said, well, I actually see a, a packing label on mine with a bright orange color over it. And so clearly we're all looking at the same box, but we've got very different perspectives and each of us are right. That's what we saw. That's what we could see. And so he said how important it is for us to all be able to bring our perspectives to the table so we can see things more completely because indeed this box is all of these things. 
And then he picks the box up. He said, and look, there's a bottom of the box and there's actually a crease through it. There's two pieces that come together with, with clear tape. This is a side of the box we, none of us could even see. Psychological flexibility allows us to not only know that there are different perspectives in any situation, but also see through the lens of others that there is more to the situation or moment or person than might be available to us from our own perspective. And then the last, right? I said there were four components, right? That the measure of how a person balances competing desires, needs, and life demands. Competing desires, needs, and life demands. If you're like me in the last several months, there is a lot going on. If we are psychologically rigid, we are unable to navigate and, and manage and go through and about those different life demands that we have, the desires that we have, the needs that we have. And so again, the four markers of psychological flexibility are the ability to adapt to fluctuating situational demands, the ability to reconfigure mental resources, the ability to shift perspectives, and the ability to balance competing desires, needs, and life demands. And Dr. Friedman, there's a great quote from him. He says, a flexible mind can find answers and problems, understanding and confusion and possibilities and limitations. I love that. We need psychological flexibility as individuals in this world. We need psychological flexibility as teams. We need psychological flexibility as organizations. And quite frankly, we need psychological flexibility as a human race. Okay, and there's a, a great study done in 2010 by Cashin and Roddenberg, and they, they found that psychological flexibility could actually help health status because it helps us adapt to changing circumstances and maximize our adjustment time. I see this all the time with our student athletes, right? In terms of how they handle injury. If they had like this very clear vision of how this was going to unfold, right? And expectations of how their collegiate career was going to unfold, which they should, right? Again, clear vision, clear results, goals. I'm a fan of all of those things. We need them. But things happen. Life happens. Sport happens. Challenges happen. And if we're not able to be psychologically flexible, those individuals that, that come up with injuries get stuck in that moment. They can become detached, depressed, anxious, angry. And all of those things, while normal in our immediate reaction, if we can coach them towards psychological flexibility, it allows them to balance right that competing demand that, or experience that they're having in the moment with their long-term goals. They can stay committed to the long-term vision and goals that they have, even though now they have to adjust, they have to adapt, they have to be flexible in this moment. And those, of, those individuals that can get on that are able to engage in their rehab more consistently. They're now able to reallocate their mental resources towards focusing on healing, towards rehab, towards engaging in that process, which we know will actually expedite them towards their longer goal. And so we can see how psychological flexibility in a, in a micro example like athlete injury can be applied to any challenges or setbacks that we all face in our relationships, in our day-to-day -day life, in our work, et cetera. And so this week for your championship mindset training, what I want you to do is I want you to put a rubber band on your wrist and I want that to serve as a reminder to you to be mentally flexible. 
When you find yourself becoming rigid, locked in your own perspective, or angry that something is not turning out the way that you wanted it to in the time frame and timing that you wanted it to, look at that rubber band. And if you have to, snap yourself and remind yourself, there's always a different perspective. How can I remain psychologically flexible in this moment so that I can stay committed to where I know I'm going as an individual, a team, or an organization? Thank you so much for tuning in today. If this stuff is interesting to you and you want more, follow us on all the social media platforms. We are on Twitter and Instagram at Champ Mindsets. We recently changed our Instagram handle just to be easier for for our followers. Again, at Champ Mindsets with an S on Facebook at Selking Performance Group. And if there's anything that we can do to come alongside of you, check out all of our resources online, www.selkingperformance.com. We've got a team page on there. See who's on our, our high performance team. And if you're interested in keynote speaking or one-on-one performance coaching, shoot me a message directly, drselking at selkingperformance.com. And again, if you would like to come alongside of me on this podcast journey, I would certainly appreciate it. This isn't free, but you know, it's it's meaningful in the emails and messages I get of people that are leveraging this content to, to renew their minds and transform their lives. It keeps me going on this. But again, I would certainly appreciate anyone, again, if your organization or service is in alignment with our intent and messaging and you think your product or service could be beneficial to our listeners. I'm always looking for great partners. We do have to be aligned though, because I have to stay committed to to who we are and what we're after here. Again, shoot me a message, Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com if you want to join me in financial partnership on this podcast journey. And then finally, if you'd rate and review us on iTunes, certainly would appreciate it. We've got a lot of you out there that have done so, and it really means a lot to me. So thank you very much. And again, if there's anything we can do, just shoot me a message, Dr. Selking at selkingperformance.com. Thank you so much for listening to Building Championship Mindsets, the podcast. This is your host, Dr. Amber Selking. And from the locker room to the boardroom, I just want to challenge you to continue building your championship mindset.